0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph, and I appreciate you coming back for episode two. Last week, I shared with you my love and appreciation for my family, so before we jump into today's main topic, let me share my love and appreciation for office supplies. Yep. I love brightly colored post-it notes. I love mechanical pencils. I have a specific love for the Papermate flare pens, and I absolutely adore journals. I have a drawer full of journals that were supposed to be gifts for people. I would see the journal and say, oh, that's a good gift for this person or that person. And I'm gonna give them the journal plus a gift card to like Starbucks or Chick-fil-A and they're gonna feel good and they're gonna feel appreciated. But you know what happened? That person got the gift card and they never got the journal, I kept it. That's what I did, I kept the journal. But I'm going to do better. So I'm gonna start giving people journals Does that mean that I'm gonna buy less journals? It does not. It means that I'm gonna buy two journals. I'm gonna buy the one that I'm gonna give to them and the one that I'm gonna keep for myself. That's the way that I'm going to be better in 2019. We started celebrating Women's History Month with a quote by Maya Angelou, which led to my commentary about giving ourselves grace to grow. And this week, our special guest quote is by Tina Fey, who is best known as being an actor and a comedian. Um, But what I didn't know is that she was a writer on Saturday Night Live, and she also wrote the screenplay for the movie Mean Girls. And during an interview, she was asked about doing a TV series with Amy Poehler because her and Amy Poehler have starred in several movies together. They also starred in Saturday Night Live together, and they hosted the Golden Globe Awards together a few years as well. And so the interviewer asked her about the two of them getting together to do a TV series. And her response was, The funny thing is that I think we both know this to be true, is because we're actually both alphas, it works in short spurts, but I don't know that it would make a real dynasty. So on the set of a movie, you could be on location for like three months. So you're with that person all the time, and then you do some press right before the movie comes out. And then after that, I mean, it's kind of over. But with the TV series, if it's really successful, then it could go on for years and years. And what I've realized here lately, you know, these seasons come really, really quick. So I was thinking about her quote about her response to this interview. And I think Tina Fey was just basically trying to let folks know, I know that this might be something that you think. Um, probably will be really successful. But the reason that things have been successful in the past is because we do it in short spurts. We're not doing things that are for the long run. And maybe that was her response because she really appreciates and values her friendship with Amy Poehler. And their business partnership has been very successful. So why mess with that by changing the formula? And so today's topic is about establishing healthy boundaries in every aspect of our lives to ensure that we are fulfilling the greatness that exists within. I am often invited to birthdays, baby showers, and weddings. And when I go to these events, the first thing that I do is I try to figure out I try to figure out who's attending, like who's going to be there. That's my question, because that will help me to kind of understand what the energy is going to be like. But sometimes, it's, if it's a coworker, I don't know you know, who's going to be there. I know that person and they have a good energy, but I don't know how their friends and their family are going to be. So number one, what I do is I read the room and that's going to determine how long I stay. And I try to be very respectful, stay for, you know, a few games, um, stay for a couple of rounds of music. But if I start to feel like there's a lot of negative energy or I start to feel uncomfortable, my healthy boundary is an exit strategy. And so I'll go to that person and I'll say, thank you for inviting me, Um, you know, well wishes to them. And then I am trying to leave. That's my healthy boundary. I don't want to on my free time. I don't want to be uncomfortable. However, what I do try to do stay long enough to get cake because one thing that is common amongst weddings baby showers and birthday parties is cake and cake is important and it makes you feel better about the negative energy in the room so if you don't learn anything else from this episode maybe you've learned that number one read the room and number two try to keep it together long enough to get some cake Establishing healthy boundaries is my responsibility. I can't assume that other people have the same standard for respect or the same standard for professionalism or the same standard for raising their child. And that's why knowing what I expect, communicating what I expect, and then reinforcing that when it's not, um, when someone walks or goes outside of those boundaries, that's really important to me being at peace and me being my greatest self. So, for example, there are some family members that are great to be around, but they are best dealt with in short spurts, in small doses. So, that means holidays, family reunions, special occasions. And I don't feel guilty about that because I know that that is what's best for me to be at peace and for me to keep that relationship intact. Healthy boundaries. There are some coworkers who are fine for work but after work or free time on the weekend not so much and there's nothing wrong with that on the flip side of that there are friends that are good for after work and on the weekend but you know that it probably wouldn't work well if you work together now I do have I mean I've really been blessed to have co-workers that I have turned into friends And I really, you know, I cherish those relationships because they end up being like a sisterhood or a brotherhood. But even in those relationships, there are still boundaries when we're at work and there are boundaries when we're outside of work. Healthy boundaries within my marriage. I am a survivor of domestic violence. I will talk about that at another time when I'm ready to. But in the meantime, just talking about healthy boundaries, my husband... When I first when we first started dating, I let him know about this situation and let him know that anytime we have some type of disagreement or we need to discuss something, we're not raising our voices, we're not going to be walking towards each other in an aggressive manner. We're not going to call each other names. That's the boundary that we've set up. My husband doesn't have that kind of aggressive like argumentative Temperament, anyway, and so that was just another confirmation that he was the person that was created to be with me because he had no problem with that. He didn't say to me, Oh, well, that has nothing to do with me, you know, I'm not like that. He accepted that that was the boundary that I had established, and that has caused our relationship to be very successful. I am an educator, and sometimes I work with students in the classroom, and so. I start my class off with the learning target, which is our goal for the day, and then I give them a list. I have an agenda that's there. They know the assignments that we're going to do. I explain to them when we're going to work in groups, when you're going to work by yourself, when can you talk, when can you not talk, and then I go as far as to explain to them this is why you can't talk during this time. This is why I want you to work independently, and what I've learned is when you tell students what to do and then follow it up with why you want them to do it and support them in how they're supposed to do it there's gonna be a lot of success and there's gonna be less frustration and so that's how I set up those healthy boundaries with my students now whether you're an educator or not it can be tricky with the healthy boundaries at work because you're there to make money and you don't have the like you may not directly be involved in the hiring process so here are some few tips and tricks that you can use if you have a door close your door I have worked in corporate America before where I was in a cubicle there was no closing of the door it's just open for just chaos and confusion if you have a door it's a blessing use it another thing you can do is pretend that you're on a phone call oh I need to get this I've been waiting for this call all day another one that I have used before walk fast And if you can, walk fast with a manila folder in your hand. Then you look super like you're super duper busy. Um, When someone wants to go back and forth in an email with you, refer to the policy book, the policy manual, the handbook, forward the original message and say, see below, or per my previous communication, or according to my documentation. You can also try, like, restating. So are you asking me, are you telling me to A, B, C, X, Y, Z, um. Pause and pray. I do the pause and pray a lot. I just inhale, exhale. I take about three seconds and I get my whole self together because I have to think to myself, is this worth ruining my professional reputation and my credibility? And a few weeks ago, one of my friends, it had nothing to do with work, but she was just giving me some advice and she said, is the lemon worth the squeeze? Is the lemon worth the squeeze? Is saying something that is both unprofessional and probably unholy. Is it worth you losing your job? Because then if you lose your job, you're messing with your money. And if you have less money, you're going to end up at some point having to choose to eat ham sandwiches. And that's just, that's sad. Is that person really worth ham sandwiches? When you could be getting margaritas and tacos at Taco Tuesday. Is it worth it? And so you have to sit there in every situation. Ham sandwiches, tacos. Which one are we going to do? And the thing is, is if you don't say anything or you refer to the policy or you remain professional, you then can reward yourself for not saying the first thing that was on your mind. Reward yourself by buying yourself what? A margarita and a taco. And it doesn't have to be Tuesday. It's like prayer. It's always a good time to pray. It's always a good time to have a taco. Now, back to what I was saying. Unhealthy boundaries. When I didn't set up up healthy boundaries, to be honest, it was because I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be accepted. But I had to learn and I continue to remind myself that in order for me to be the greatest version of myself, I have to be willing to let go of this idea of being everything for everyone all the time. I can't do it. And I have to be honest about the people and the places and the things that trigger negativity, like negative emotions within me. That's what I do in order to protect my mental, physical, and emotional well-being. I just limit my access to certain things and I set up those healthy boundaries. Sometimes we gotta love people, you know. Sometimes we can love people from the front row, but sometimes we gotta love people from the back row. You have to give them an assigned seat. I need you to go sit back there, preferably closest to the door, so that you can get you and your baggage and leave quickly. Because I can see that I'm gonna have to get you on out of here because it's causing me unrest and I'm not at peace. And in order for me to be at peace and really like walk in my purpose, and be the greatest version of myself, I'm gonna have to let some things go. And I'm willing to lose some folks to gain who I am supposed to be. Thank you for tuning in to episode two of the Greater Is In Me podcast. Did this episode inform, inspire, and influence you? If so, share your thoughts and share this episode on Twitter and Facebook, and then tag a few people. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at psjoseph718. And until next Saturday, remember to show yourself some love each day, whether everything is going according to plan or you're sitting on the front seat of the struggle bus and the struggle bus has pulled over on the side of the road. It doesn't matter. Take some time each day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying greater is in me.